Welcome to the Real Journey Podcast. My name is Patricia and I'm your host. In our podcast, we speak with entrepreneurs from all across the continent, listening to their journey, their stories. We listen to their inspiration, how they've been empowered. We talk about their fears, the risks that they've taken, and the challenges that they've had to overcome. This podcast is inspirational in nature and very organic conversation. Of course, our podcast would not be successful without our amazing listeners. So if you're listening today, I'd love for you to hop onto the podcast platform you're listening on and give us a review as well as share this episode with your friends if it truly resonates with you. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Real Journey Podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Emma Davis. Emma Davis is a Facebook ads expert and has been in entrepreneurship for over 20 years in the online and marketing space. She has seen it all from her first business, which which she ran over 13 years ago in website design and development. Emma has so many tips and tricks today, especially with regards to Facebook ads. So if you're interested in this, definitely listen up to this episode and let's get to it. So welcome, Emma. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about who you are? Okay, so I'm Emma Davis, and currently I'm an online business coach and a Facebook ads expert. So that's where I am now, but it's not where I started out. (laughs) Yeah, where did you start out and how did you get to where you are today? So 2002, um, I decided to start a web design business. Um, Basically, I didn't really have any experience, but a little bit, but it was back in the day when you use platforms to just like a bit like a you would use a funnel builder nowadays. You don't have to do anything. It was just like drag and drop. So I didn't really know anything about coding or anything. So I started that. And then I realized quite quickly that I would be really beneficial to actually learn how to code. So um, over the time, over the next couple of years, I basically taught myself to code in four different languages. So I could build custom websites for clients from e-commerce and things like that. So that's where I started off. And then a few years later, I then started another business. Um, whilst I still this still went on. And uh, we used to do, my husband and I used to do dog agility. So for anyone who doesn't know what dog agility is, it's where you see them doing the jumps and going through the tunnels mm. and things like that. So we used to compete doing that. And we'd done it for a long time. And I basically saw a business opportunity of actually running shows. So um, we started doing that. And we used to have one of the biggest shows in the UK. We ran it three times a year. And one of those was a week long show in the summer. So um, but it was it's a huge commitment because obviously when you're mm. organizing a big event like that, I mean, we had um, like 400 camping units, 10 rings, wow. hundreds of competitors, thousands of dogs, that sort of thing. So they were bit, it was a big commitment. And after eight years, it was like, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then also I started a third business. Now, bear in mind, at the time, my kids were born in 1996 and 99. So they were young during all of this period of time as well. Um, and I started another business, which was doing I created um, an online dog show entry system. So mm-hmm. used my web development and my experience with agility shows and did that. Um, so, yeah, that was OK. It just wasn't a very profitable business because, yeah, people didn't really want to pay much for it. So that only lasted a few years but uh, yeah but during that whole time I was still doing the websites but end of 2015 I suddenly realized I've been suffering from depression for quite a while um and I suddenly realized that everything was out of alignment in my life um mm. and I didn't want to do websites anymore for lots of various reasons but I just to a point where I literally was freezing when I was coming to work on my client, current clients websites at the time 
I was literally getting up in the morning going, right, I've got to get on and finish this and just having these like looking at the screen like I don't know what I'm doing obviously I did but I didn't yep. at the time yeah so uh, yeah after 13 years I basically decided to close the business and went and worked um front of house in a pub restaurant down the road from me for 12 months so uh, wow. I couldn't I couldn't stay away from marketing and the whole online space and so even whilst I was working during in 2016 I first discovered whilst I was working there I discovered um Stu McLaren Yes. No, I just want to get back into helping. And whilst I was working at the pub, I was constantly coming up with ideas how they could market their business, especially online, because that was my that was where I'd come from. And I'd watched, you know, when I started out, there was no blogs. I watched that come into development and Facebook appear. And there was no, you know, Facebook advertising didn't come until I think it was 2014. You know, all these things I've seen develop over the years, some good, some bad. I must say, I can't stand social media, which will be <laughs> ironic when you know what, when I say what I do in a minute. Um, so, yeah, and, and it got to end of 2016. And I thought, right, I can't do this. I'm, I'm not good at working for people anyway. I never was even before I set up my own business. And uh, so I thought, right, I'm leaving. I'm going back into business. I'm going to help people. I wanted, I knew back then, I wanted to help people see the possibility of taking their businesses online mm-hmm. um, and the freedom and income it could create for them. So that's where I was at, and it, but it was probably more focused around the marketing side of things. And uh, so I set up a Facebook page. I thought, right, I need to get page likes. This was my thinking at the time because I didn't know any better. I, said, I need to get page likes. I'll do a bit of research, run a few ads. And uh, I got what at the time was actually, and what I thought and it was actually good results. Well, it was good results. Um, and I quite liked the whole analytic side of things and the date I'm a, I'm a real data junkie so I was like yeah this this really lights me up yep so I end up taking a course learning how to do Facebook ads and run it as a business and then so early 20 well yeah probably about springtime 2017 I started running ads for clients and I've been doing it ever since um yeah. what do you think has been one of your biggest challenges in entrepreneurship since you first began Getting visible, I'll be honest, because that's the yeah. problem I have now. You know, I said to you when we first started talking, as I, I've been around for a long time, nearly 20 years, and I'm like a best kept secret on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You should use that in your marketing. The best yeah. kept secret, your Facebook's ad expert. I love it. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and, and I find I get just frustrated with myself. It's my own, it's my own fault. It's no one else's fault apart from my own. It's just um not getting out there enough and I can tell you what my biggest struggle is actually and this is a more practical thing is my messaging Mm. I have done so much work on my messaging and I'm still not clear you know it's it's, I don't know what it is I've got some sort of hold up there that and that is the biggest thing and if and I think until you get your messaging sorted out okay your mindset needs to be there as well but your messaging once you've got that sorted out it's so much easier to put your content out there it doesn't matter it doesn't just have to be on social media whether it's a podcast or whether it's um, a blog post or a YouTube video or social media where whatever Mm -hmm. it is without that sort of messaging it's very everything becomes a sort of bit mixed up and I I'm and this is why I struggle to plan out my content and this is why I'm not visible so I had a thing this is typical of me I had a thing a few weeks ago where I suddenly got inspired to create some social posts. I've got tons of content noted down. It's just, I suddenly had this thought about something I've been thinking about for a while. And I was like, right, I'm going to do a post. And the next thing I knew, I'd done a week's worth of posts and, and scheduled them all. And then the week went by and I hadn't got anything for the next week. And I haven't <laughs> done anything since. And this is what I'm like, I, I have these like 
<laughs> moments like that. Um, so yeah, it's, um, those are, those are big challenges. I feel a lot of newer entrepreneurs and even seasoned entrepreneurs like yourself mm. struggle with is, is having that imposter syndrome and knowing that they are enough. Um, do you do things like affirmations to help with this? Or is there something that you, any practices that you put in place to help with this challenge that you have? I do actually. Yeah. I, and again, I go a bit on and off it. I've tried, um, having a morning routine, which I did mm. for quite a while. And I do sort of a 10 minute meditation. Then I've tried tapping and um, mm. using like just sort of Brad Yates on YouTube and things like that. I affirmations, I try, I'm actually got some, um, uh, what they're called <laughs> sort of uh, calendar reminders pop up mm. on my phone and computer now uh, at various points during the day, sort of things like, Amazing. Um, you know, I am enough and, um, I'm a wealthy CEO or we know all these sorts of things. So they're constantly there, whether it does any good, I don't know. And I sort of one minute, I'm again, really into doing sort of those things. I can't, I don't, I don't like the, the really woo woo stuff. I just, it doesn't resonate with me, but I try to look at the more scientific practical side of these things and I get it. You know, I'm all, you know, I'm constantly talking to my husband about, the universe, my energy. And it's like, oh, the universe is looking after me. And, and this has happened, this has happened. And, and I talk about things like that. And I do completely believe in it because there's scientific proof and that's what my brain needs, but get a little bit too woo-woo. And I, I really, I do struggle (laughs) that. And uh, Uh yeah, so I I do try it all. Um, I have, I still have never made myself a vision board. (laughs) I think because I've got too many things I want to put on it. I don't know where to start. I don't know, but, um, but also I was very self-conscious about that when I first started learning about all these sorts of things. My kids were still at home. They're not now, but they were still at home. And I was like, I'm, I can't, they're just, my, they're going to think their mother's gone crazy if they like start seeing <laughs> all these things like post-it notes with affirmations and visions and things around it. But, and I still have that with my, feel that with my husband, even though he would disagree with it, he'd be like, just do it. But there's still something in my head. Yeah. So, but the more I talk to him about it, the more I feel comfortable and I am feeling more and more comfortable. So is it, that's just getting over my own, my own issues again of like, yes. it's fine. Just, you know, stick some. And the thing is, if I stick them up around the house, because I talked to him about it and he's more aware of these sorts of things now, um, it would probably benefit him as well. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that you, that you were talking about with your kids when you're young, if you had sticky notes all around the house, cause I, <laughs> I do, I have sticky notes all around the house and they're just like, it's just the normal for them. Like, Oh, there's mom again, putting a sticky note on <laughs> the mirror. She's putting her picture up. And anyways, it's, it's funny that you say that because my kids totally are just I've so already- used to it now. <laughs> um, what do you think has been your biggest accomplishment since you've started your entrepreneurship journey? Oh, um, building four businesses from scratch. I mean, I think my first yes. three were the, yeah, I mean, all of them, you know, um, were built or bootstrapped, I suppose you want to call it, especially my web business. I think, yeah, I think in terms of um, the dog shows were so successful. I mean, that's one thing I, I actually try and put into my business now. And when I do put my course out there, it, I'm very much about sort of the experience because when we did our dog shows, I, I competed. So I knew what I wanted from a show and I mm. knew what a lot of other people would want from a show. And we did such a good job that other shows started taking elements of things that we introduced, various things that I won't go into details with and actually implementing into their own shows because they were, they were great ideas, you know, and it was, mm. and it's about creating that experience that, that people want. So those dog shows were probably one of like my biggest successes on a personal level, though, teaching myself to code 
I mean, everyone's sort of quite, so I'm, I'm sort of like, well, I just, I just did it. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't That's know. It's a big um, endeavor to take on to learn how to code. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and back then there were no online courses. Well, there were some things, but not like it is now. Um, and I literally use books and I used to out at the time I used to outsource the actual coding side of things that when I needed more complex stuff doing. So I used to look at what they'd done, read my books, look at some online blog posts and things like that yeah. and try and work out what code they'd written and how it and what it was doing and sort of between all of that and then obviously actually you know you can't learn to code without actually coding because it's like you know it's like trying to learn how to paint without painting it's it just doesn't work so what do you think is one piece of advice you could offer an entrepreneurship who's just deciding to enter the business world or the entrepreneurship world um are we talking in general or online because I think there are sort of Let's do online. We have a lot of online entrepreneurs this day and age. So why don't we talk about online entrepreneurs? Yeah. So online, I think, okay, it's going to sound a bit blunt this, but be prepared to pay for things. I see, (laughs) I see far too many people who want, because it's online, it's such, um, such a low barrier to entry of starting an online business that and then you've got the social media side again that people think everything is going to be quick and easy and free um and it isn't and to be honest it shouldn't be because if you've got a business you should be investing um to grow that business so I always look at it as if you were to start a a coffee open a coffee shop in the high Mm -hmm. street you couldn't do that without investing money you know you've got to rent the property you've got to furnish it you've got to have staff you've got to buy the equipment and the and the, obviously the, the the produce you know the, the the ingredients whatever you need um now I'm not saying everyone should go out and take a bank loan out but obviously a lot of people in that situation they do have to get funding and investment to be able to do something like that and then you know they've got to advertise they've got to let people know that they're there um and I think people should when they come online should be looking in a similar sense of you know people want to use a free email service provider because it's free. And it's like, yeah, but it doesn't actually cost that much to have a paid email service provider that will give you a much more robust system, a more reliable system for both deliverability and, and, um, and just in terms of the functionality, Um, you know, and you you can do that sort of 20, $30, I'll talk in dollars a month, Whereas you go to something that's free and okay, yes, it may be free, but you're not going to get that same functionality. And at some point you're probably going to have to move it and it's, it will be frustrating. And so just, yeah, just, just start and, and only pick the things that you really need to start with as well, because again, it's far too easy. And I'm a bit of a, you know, because I'm a techie, I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a junkie on anything. that's like, yeah. like, like buying domain names and, and trying out all the different pieces of you know, software of different things that don't, there are so many out there. But really pick what what do you really need to get started? And I would say my biggest piece of advice, and this is partly why I'm sort of talking about what I'm talking about there as well, is the the biggest piece of advice I could give when you first start is get your email list building going as soon as you can, because I didn't. um, And I suppose maybe it wasn't such a big thing back then, but it still was a thing. And it's um, and I regret that. So I would say focus on that first, you know, get something out there that can get people onto your email list. Don't just offer for them to sign up. Unless you're a copywriter, don't just offer for them to sign up for a newsletter. 
um, you know, actually offer them something, some sort of lead magnet to, to get them onto your list and start growing your email list at your earliest opportunity. But pick a few pieces of software that are going to help you really genuinely help you run your business and, and be willing to invest because it won't actually cost you as much as you probably think if you just stick to so an email service provider. Obviously, if you've got a website, you're hosting. Um, and I do believe you should have a website, even if it's just a basic one. <laughs> but that's my yep. personal preference. Um, so look at you know what what do you really, really need to to run your business online um, and and look at those, but look at actually investing in them, not just searching around for everything for free. Amazing. I think that's really key advice. Really key advice. I'm wondering also as a Facebook ads expert, can you touch on what Facebook ads would do to an online business? Yeah. Um, If, if you've got um, a proven offer, then it can just accelerate your results for that. So if you, you know, if you've put out an offer, um, whether that's a course or a membership, or, you know, you've done a launch, or you want to put something onto Evergreen, anything like that, if you've got a proven offer and you know you can make sales of it, then running ads is just like adding fuel to the fire. You know, and also you know if you if you've done those, if you've put things out there where I keep going to say launching, but not everyone launches, but whatever you whatever you've done there mm. to make sales, you're going to have numbers. And that's another the key thing. <laughs> Please know your numbers. And I'm not talking about your cash flow or your profit and loss, which is important. I'm talking about your numbers of, you know, how many people have bought and how many people watched your webinar, for example, um, and how many people signed up for your webinar. You know, reverse engineer everything to sort of say, so you will know then how many people you need to get signed up for your webinar because out of those only so many people will attend and then out of those only so many people will buy. But if you can know your numbers, and I know obviously this is if you've got that proven off already, but if you know that, you know how much money you can afford to spend on Facebook ads because that's one of the biggest questions. It's how, how much will it cost me? Well, it's like, how much do you want to spend? Um, because if you know your numbers, you know, okay, I want to get a thousand people through and I know like my conversion rate is this, another obviously number, then um, you can work out what your average order, sorry, average um, value of a customer is and, and, and per sale and cost per, and average, uh, what's the word, earnings per lead and, and things like that. So yep. knowing all of that. However, if you are just starting out, there is a big misconception that no, it's not a misconception. Um, there's a, a myth that someone has started. I've seen quite a lot, actually. In fact, I posted about it on my Instagram. Someone somewhere a while back said you shouldn't be running ads until your business is generating at least 30 grand a month. It's like, well, A, where did they pick that number from? And B, what a load of rubbish, <laughs> because there are people making less than that who have huge success with Facebook ads because they've got proven offers. But if you're just starting out, the easiest and quickest way to build your audience is to put your content in front of people faster by paying for ads. And that doesn't cost much, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think I was always of the belief in the first couple of years of running ads is people shouldn't spend money on ads unless they are building the list or they've got some sort of offer to go. But then I've changed my mind over the years because if you just spend, you know, a few dollars or pounds a day and you've got some content on your Facebook page or you or create content specifically for ads. So whether that's videos or just, you know, just pieces of content where you're not necessarily asking people to do anything, you're just putting them out there for engagement or video views, something like that. You can spend just a couple of dollars a day 
and you're growing your audience and they're getting to see you and building that know, like, and trust by getting your your content in front of your ideal clients Mm -hmm. so that when you do come to launch or you do, you know, put an offer out there, then you've got that audience. And I think people really, really struggle to grow their audience because organic reach is hard. It is. And it takes a long time and it takes a lot of work. So that's the other thing is like, I would rather spend 10 pounds a day putting my content using ads to put my content in front of my ideal audience than spending three hours a day trying to come up with new content every day. I know it's a bit of an extreme example, but that sort of thing is it's, um, you know, the time is money. Um, So you can start out and you can just, you know, spend a little bit of money and grow your audience and then build your email list. And then you'll, you've got all of that then for when you want to come to launch. But if you've got a proven offer, it's, uh, it's just there to, you know, accelerate the results and and get you in get even more people into your launches and evergreen funnels amazing thank you for that insight appreciate it um i do have a rapid round of questions for you actually do you know what really good the the, um dot com secrets and expert secrets and traffic secrets books from russell brunson click funnels yeah they're really good yeah yeah so there's i think there's three of them i've got all three of them i don't know if there's a fourth one so yeah i probably say one of them yeah all three of them are really good Amazing. And when are you most productive? Early morning. I wake up early every morning. Like, I don't have an alarm. I wake up anywhere between sort of just before five and six-ish, something like that. Um, and if I open my laptop, then I am I can get a really good few hours in there. Um, what's one thing happening in your life that you're so excited for? Oh, I actually just put out a new lead magnet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Oh, and... and um, <laughs> This is very funny. Well, it's not really. It's quite sad, but it's very funny. So, but middle of September, I actually put my website live for the first time ever since this new business. It's been sat in. Yeah, I've just really procrastinated over that. Um, It finally went live. So not necessarily exciting things but there I'm I'm happy that so that went out and then um this week I've just released this new lead magnet and I'm now working on a low-cost offer to put out in the next few weeks as well so and, and I am working towards launching my course which will probably the way things are going be in the new year so incredible incredible Emma how can people reach you if they wanted to get a hold of you or work with you Okay, so it's quite easy, actually, in terms of um, my website is just emmadavisuk.com. So anytime Emma Davis is always without an E. So if anyone's in the UK listing or wherever, so it's Davis without an E. So it's emmadavisuk.com. And then on all of the social platforms is Emma Davis UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do that. Um, the new Lib Magnet is a uh, Facebook ads pre-launch checklist. So to use to go through and pre-launch in terms of before you hit the publish button on on the ads, not necessarily because you're doing a launch. Um, yeah, so if you want the checklist, you can just go to workwithemma.com forward slash FBAC. So as in Facebook ads checklist, FBAC, and that, but that's workwithemma.com. We'll link everything uh, in the show notes and yeah. everyone can reach you there. Emma, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I truly enjoyed listening to your journey oh, and I'm really excited for everything you have coming up for you. So it's amazing. Well, thank you very much for having me. 
Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The Real Journey Podcast. Every Wednesday, we upload new episodes for you to listen to of wonderful entrepreneurs that have inspired and empowered us to achieve and do more. So check back next Wednesday for another episode with another amazing entrepreneur. And as always, if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to share on Instagram. Tag me, I am Patricia underscore ABD, and I would love to share and hear your insights on this episode. In addition, don't forget to leave us a review if you truly love what you've heard. Talk to you next week.